0: This podcast is brought to you by Fandango. Fandango offers movie tickets and gift cards to over 45,000 different screens across the United States and reaches into nearly 80% of the nation's total theaters by partnering with virtually every leading film exhibitor like Regal, Cinemark, AMC, and more. So to pick up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life, head on over to SidWeekGeekly.com Fandango or click the Support Us link in the show notes for this episode.
1: Hello, uh, this is Sylvester McCoy Uh, You're listening to Who Made Who And uh, Me Made Me And uh, my mother and father did the same
0: You're listening to a podcast From the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network
1: We're the geeks you deserve And the ones you need Right now
0: It's a brand new episode of Who Made Who, Cinema Geekly's Doctor Who podcast. It's Anthony Lewis and Ben Knight, and we are back to talk more Doctor Who series 12. It's episode four, Ben, Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror. Uh, was this really a night of terror for Nikola Tesla? I don't
1: know. Do you know, name it, name it out loud. Yeah, that's a promise. The title that promised a lot and delivered less, I think.
0: I wouldn't say it was Ooh. terrifying. But... Uh. Doctor Who is seldom terrifying. This is true. I think the last time I actually kind of got, like, goosebump, jumpy things was maybe with, uh, like, Blink or something, maybe. Because I thought mm. there was such a, a novel villain uh, idea, and I think they, they did it so well. But since then, I've been like, oh, that's like a good episode or whatever. But I haven't been, like, oh, scared. Uh, maybe maybe for kids. Maybe kids were were very scared of this, but...
1: Uh, we do need to find out some kids' reactions at some point to Doctor Who, because of course the old trope of Doctor Who is that you know kids of I guess my age and before, mm-hmm. um, there was I don't know if, I don't know if the trope exists in other countries, but there's a whole thing that Doctor Who you'd, you'd watch from hiding behind the sofa. Yes, and the, the old I story, haven't yes. had an episode like that in quite a while.
0: The the Daleks had them behind the sofa. I've heard that story. Yeah quite a few times. Well, well, that's where it comes from. Yeah, the very
1: the first appearance of the Daleks well, um, all the way back when, yeah.
0: I had two young daughters who watched Doctor Who with me for quite a while. And mm. uh, my eldest was a Matt Smith fan and she tried to keep on going through Peter Capaldi but was not quite as interested and has dropped off completely. I don't think she's even... I think she's maybe watched one or two of Jodie Whitaker's episodes at all and wow. my youngest one, she was gravitated... So she's kind of in the demo. Yes. Uh, mm. My youngest one, she gravitated towards David Tennant. Uh, mm. She loved Tennant, and she liked Matt Smith, but then Peter Capaldi did not reach out to her at all as a young mm. child, uh, and she was there a little bit for Jodie Whittaker's run because she was... Uh, excited by the idea of the doctor being a girl but Mm. they haven't really the episodes haven't really gripped her either it seems so although i don't know we seem to be in the same boat like there's a lot of like uh like they were fine but you know we weren't blown away by them a lot a lot of episodes reviews like that lately um yeah so let's talk about episode four in 1903, Nikola Tesla is working on his wireless power transmission system when he comes across a floating orb and makes a run uh, as a cloaked figure shoots at him. The doctor arrives to help them escape aboard a train that is headed to New York City. Uh, the group finds protesters waiting outside of Tesla's lab, uh, having goaded them into uh, fearing Tesla by, of course, Thomas Edison, his archrival. Uh, The Doctor, Graham, and Ryan visit Edison's workshop, where the cloaked figure arrives uh, before pursuing Edison. Uh, The Doctor tries to warn Tesla and Yaz back at his lab, but the two are captured and transported to a cloaked alien ship. Uh, This is where they meet our bad guy, uh, who is not the spider lady I had to figure out from... Was that (laughs) the Tenant Christmas episode?
1: Yeah. Yeah remarkably similar right
0: they looked very similar i wouldn't even be yeah. surprised if you're like that's the same actress even
1: uh, uh it's not but this actress is familiar to Hoovians. i'll come back to it
0: okay so she is the queen of the what is this the Skeethra? skithra skithra not an easy name yeah. uh they're scorpion like instead of spider-like uh and uh she demands that they fix their ship the Doctor transports herself, Tesla, and Yaz back to Tesla's lab. The Doctor warns the Queen to leave, but the Queen refuses, threatening if Tesla is not given over, she will destroy Earth. As Tesla and the Doctor hook up the TARDIS to help power Tesla's Wardenclyffe Tower, uh, the tower activates an electrical bolts shoot up through the ship, forcing it to leave Earth. Uh, Yaz learns while Tesla uh, was recognized as helping to save Earth, his reputation in the future, remains unchanged. Um, what did you think of uh, good old Nick and his scary night?
1: Okay. So I, I gathered there are some people who are not happy with the fact that we ripped into um, who on the last occasion mm. Yeah, I'll probably just need to skip probably now because i got problems with this too. Okay, <laughs> so let me just say this was an episode driven by It was an episode of two things. One, um, an excellent, often returning uh, cast of, uh, of, um, what do you call it now, Um, guest stars. Yeah. Which I, I, I very much enjoyed, and more on them in a minute. And just another lukewarm set of reheated former Doctor Who episodes and fragments of them. I mean... It, it, made particularly easy by the Scythera Queen, who, as you say, initially, I think most people when they initially saw her thought, Oh, this is the spider things oh, again. Yeah, I was
0: actually now. like, and Oh wow, that's a thing to bring back. I was a little excited Yeah, which
1: I would have enjoyed.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I actually would have probably been into that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, the the Queen of Arachnos, um Arachnos. Yes. It was Runaway Bride, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep.
0: Um
1: it's pretty much the same. And for no good reason, um, the the idea of a race that steals technology in order to blah 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 blah, blah mm-hmm. it's been done a thousand times, and not just in Doctor Who. It's been it's a sci-fi trope, but um, it has been done since 2005 reboot of Doctor Who. I, much like last time, there is nothing new here, and I don't understand why not because they've. They've pressed such a big reboot, and, and I believe they actually have a very strong cast uh, in um, in Jodie Whittaker's era, both in terms of her and in terms of Team TARDIS. Yes. Um, that I, I don't understand how an episode that features that strong core and also... I mean, if this is a, a guest cast mm-hmm. featuring Robert Glenister, mm-hmm. who... Um, Fact funds. I mean, you may remember. So, uh, I'm trying to think which shows will have been in the in the US. So Hustle um, between 2004-2012. He was Ash Morgan. Um, he was in Spooks. He was in Ruby and the Smoke. If you're a Who fan and like watching everything that Billy Piper ever did, where she kept the clothes on, limited <laughs> it a bit. But there you go. Ruby and the Smoke. He was in George Gently. He was in. Uh, like, come on, there must be more. Law and Order UK. He was in. He's been in a million things. He's a been bunch. in Doctor Who before. He was in the. Oh, God, the Caves of Andrazani was it called? In 1980s, something. I don't know when that yeah, was. Is that the Sylvester um, McCoy one? Yeah, right? Uh, is it McCoy or Baker? I can't remember. Some people tell me. No. Um,. Might, yeah, it might have been just about... Yeah, it might have been McCoy, uh, who's in Only, F- Only Fools and on Horses. You get the point. This yep. is a man who has been in a billion things that were really good. Prime Suspect 4, for God's sake. Um, Touch of Frost. I mean, I'm not going to keep doing this, but there literally are a thousand things <laughs> where Robert Glanester has been in, and he is truly awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a fan of Who as well, you will know, and hard to tell under all the makeup, but the a Queen mm-hmm. um, is... Um, angeli mahindra who if you ever watched the spin-off show from who um that was made for the slightly younger audience um the sarah jane Jane adventures adventures. she was rani chandra she was a main character in that show Mm -hmm. um lovely to bring her back in this and actually probably the strongest performance that was in the show given what she was given to work with oh yeah she chewed
0: up scenery yes
1: Chewed the scenery like crazy. Glenister just couldn't bring himself to chew the scenery. He played it exactly the way yes. it ought to have been played if the script was better. Um, and and not to to be unfair, but working with what he was working with, um, I forgot. I forgot, I forgot I briefly. Forgotten the name of the fellow who played Tesla, which is quite bad. Um, uh, Goran uh, Vis, Visnik I Yeah, I don't have it. it in, I
0: that.
1: do not have it in front of me. Yeah. So. I, I, Goran, you know, everyone's made Goran. I mean, oh, it's frustrating. This was fine if we'd not seen any of this before. Mm -hmm. This was okay. This was uh, visually, they carry on doing a really impressive job. Um, You know, given that this doesn't have the sort of BBC money that was thrown at um, uh, actually pretty much anything up to and including the first season of Capaldi, because the budget for who has dropped dramatically, as you may or may not know. Yes. Um, although I think who often functions better on a lot of budget, um, it doesn't have all of this clout behind it. And yet, um, it, it it's visually so impressive. It's just, it all feels done. Mm. And I'm a bit worried that, I think it was Sylvester McCoy who said, uh, he was quite bitter about how his um, incarnation of the Doctor came to an end. Uh, even before he technically did with the bullet in the film, yes. um, And so was Colin Baker about how they basically destroyed the reputation of Doctor Who during his era because of all of the shifting deliberately around the schedule to effectively kill it off. Yeah. Um. The they all had valid reasons, and do you know what? If this is what happens to Who because of Whittaker, um, that's the thing is that people will say it was because of Jodie Whittaker, and it damn well wasn't. Uh, it sure. If isn't. that's yeah. what happens to the show right now it is because of lukewarm rehashes of old material and uh, season one, it was forgivable because we knew that they were adapting old scripts mm-hmm. in order to, because obviously the, the, um, the Whittaker and, um, Chibnall, uh, sort of reboot was, well, was predictable, but not predicted to occur when it did. It happened a bit earlier than they intended. Yeah. Um, we know that the Beeb aren't giving up on it because we know that J D Whitaker this week has said that she's going nowhere. Um, yeah, she's back for another show, season. Yep. she's back for another season. The show is not um, bowing to the fact that it's become preachy. I will say this: I thought this episode felt way less preachy. I know it had its moments, but it felt way less preachy than not oh, yeah. anything else so far this season.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Uh, 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 but
0: there wasn't really anything to any preach any about problem
1: this week. Yeah. No, not really. I did remind us all that, um, that although they kept liking it to Wi-Fi, the idea of um, wireless transferable um, energy was still still not something we've entirely mastered. Yes. Um, so, you know, some nice little ideas there. Um, I'm, I'm just angry. I know this is... I mean, horrible histories will go back and tell you funny things about history. Sure, keep doing that, Doctor You've done it very well for many years, and it was part of the original... Um, design of the show back in the 60s but Mm -hmm. for god's sake please please start coming up with some new material and stop pissing away fantastic guest stars in the way that this episode did it was almost criminal burning up robert glenister just to do this episode was tragic Mm.
0: um and i didn't particularly find his american accent all that fantastic either but uh, and no,
1: and it never is in anything
0: he does. An American accent in him, um, as New York, it sounds bad York to a Britisher. But... Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I, uh, I don't think I'm quite as disappointed in this episode as you are, but for me, this is this felt just like last week's episode, mm. where you know we talked about how Spyfall Part Two was kind of a letdown from the first part, which we liked uh, mm. quite a bit. I believe both of us liked that first episode. That was super uh,
1: exciting the first
0: episode, yeah. But even uh even that episode at the end, I was still left intrigued by this um you know, not necessarily the Gallifrey's destroyed thing, but the you know, we've been lied to thing. Our whole lives we've been lied to. Um Yeah. Like that I'm a little curious about, but they're obviously dangling that. They're leaving it for something else. Which is fine. You don't have to give it all at once, but the stuff in between has for me literally just been okay. Like this was, this did not feel like a bad episode of Dr. Who, but it just felt like an episode. Uh, one of, one of many episodes. Like if you're going through a rewatch of, of the, just of the reboot of Dr. Who, this is going to be one of a long string of these episodes where you've got it on, but you're also, checking your social media or you're reading the news or mm. you're know you you find yourself playing a game on your phone or it's something along those lines like this so the,
1: was the thing is there's, there's a mistake to be made there though because a lot yes. of people say well you know every episode people complain when every episode is part of a big story arc yeah well, yeah sure and you know doctor who can get annoying when every episode is part of a big story arc. Sure. But you don't need it to be part well, of a no, big story arc. You just done need it pl- to be a good yes. standalone, and that's not what this is. And
0: there's been plenty of Doctor Who that have been excellent standalone episodes. Definitely. Uh, this episode kind of reminded me of a great, uh, for me anyway, a great standalone episode of Doctor Who. This, this felt, in a lot of ways, reminiscent of the, uh, the Vincent Van Gogh episode of Doctor yes. Who. Yes!
1: What a good call! Yeah, so
0: much so that I thought at the end of this they were going to take Nikola Tesla like forward in time to be like, "There's electric cars named after you." Like, uh, you know, history doesn't look doesn't look on you as less fondly. Uh, Technically, you know, he's not viewed in the same light as Edison is, even though he probably should be in a lot of ways. But here's
1: a good question about that, I think, which is, so far, when we've met the big historical characters, yes, um, certainly this season already, um, the Doctor wipes their memory. No yes. such um, memory wipe for Tesla. Why is that? Huh? It feels kind of sexist, because all the other ones have been women.
0: Yes, I'm not sure what's going on there. Maybe she did. Maybe she wiped his memory off screen, and we just didn't see it. But... Uh... <laughs> It is a little, yeah, it felt very reminiscent of that episode, but it wasn't to the Mm. level of that episode. Uh, and there was, you know, uh, and you said that a lot, this feels like a bit of a hodgepodge of other episodes that we've seen just tweaked ever so slightly to make them not the same thing. Although in this case, I think it would have been better if it just been the rock, queen that we saw, uh, from the Runaway Bride episode. I think. That and if
1: these, do you think those species are connected? Because again, I mean, this is the mistake we made with um, the first episode of this season was thinking, I say we made, the mistake I made at least, mm-hmm. of thinking that that was an introduction to any number of potentially interesting story arcs. And it turned out to be none of none them. None of them. As yes. in, it turned out to be really mundane. Yes. I would like to think that the reason they've made this almost carbon copy um, of another alien species much yeah. like they did in season one, sorry, episode one of this season uh, with uh, the the Vor reference and so on. Um, I'd like to think that we'll understand at some point why those two species look so similar and maybe there is a thing. Mm-hmm. But I've given up hoping. I don't think we will. I just think it's, it oh, well, just, that's just it, what we did.
0: It may have just been, well, we don't want to use that, so let's just change it a little bit. Mm. Let's make them scorpions instead of spiders.
1: How disappointing is that?
0: <laughs> I mean, that's what it feels like a little bit like these are just getting by episodes and yeah, this one got by, I didn't feel like my time was wasted watching it, but when it was done, Mm. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I don't think I'm ever going to see that episode again until I do like a full rewatch of like Dr. Who, but I'm not itching to go back and like, you know, see that again. So, but, but, you know, and every show gets those, but there's been quite a few of those during yeah. uh, Jodie Whittaker's run. Uh, Peter Capaldi had Which would be defensible, wouldn't it? It would be defensible if it were
1: hitting its demo. But um, it doesn't seem to be. And yeah. we know... Well, we know that it's not from all of the various audience figures. We know that it's not from um, the anecdotal evidence, and I appreciate the, the plural of anecdote is not data, but um, <laughs> we know pretty much from across the board, that this is not finding the people it's supposed to be written for. And we know that, you know, there's, there's men and women our age who are way too into Who, who will spend time, you know, sitting in hotel rooms doing podcasts about it. Oh, yeah. Um, hey, we're,
0: hey, everybody. We're self-aware. Yeah, hey.
1: Um, but, ah, write for somebody... Right for your target demo, according to your BBC position. Right for, right for the nerds. Right for somebody. Mm-hmm. Don't just chuck out uh, this recycled stuff. It, it it's not helping you. And you're you're not in freefall yet, but you're on a slump. This this is. I nearly found a sports metaphor, and then I remember we're doing a podcast for nerds by nerds, so I, I'll I'll <laughs> move away from sports metaphors. Um. Yeah, not quite worst episode ever, but uh, it will oh, just get your shit together.
0: Yeah. It's, I'm
1: yeah. not angry, I'm just disappointed.
0: That's what it is, yeah. I'm just waiting for mm. something to happen. Just feels like it's just <laughs> getting by. Uh, well, that's it for me, Ben. Do you have any other thoughts on <laughs> uh, Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror? And what would you give it? <laughs>
1: You just sounded like the propranol kicked in or something, and you was just like, yeah, I can't go with this, just, you know. Uh, no, no other thoughts. Um, uh, what did I give the last episode? Did I give it, like...
0: You gave the, the last two, episode, two like... I think you gave the last episode two and a half, yes.
1: Yeah, um... I thought this was this marginally is,
0: better than last week.
1: Yeah, it's marginally better than average, which, based on maths and being a nerd, I'm going to say it's a three, um... Then I'm hoping for at least a four next week, please.
0: Yeah, I went with a three uh, as well. It felt right about where last week was. Uh, the audience appreciation index, by the way, went up from last mm. week seventy nine. You would have to,
1: but not an eight. No, not much, then.
0: Yeah, went up. It went up two points. Uh, mm. But the uh, the actual viewing figures, uh, at least the live viewing figures, I I'm, I'm actually not sure how. Um, I'm I'm actually not sure how the UK does their ratings numbers. I don't know if they're the number they're providing mm. here is live viewers or if they're doing live plus and three they, or live plus sevens. I or,
1: think it's I think it's live plus and I think it's it's the iPlayer figures, but only for a period of time. I think it's basically yes. overnight's and um, then after that so they get that,
0: after that they get figured into like the plus sevens for the exactly, watches DVR yeah over the course of the week. Well, if it's uh, if it's roughly about live viewers, then yeah, they've been dropping uh, every week. Under uh, mm. Orphan Fifty Five dropped under six. In fact, it dropped <sighs> way under six. It was under uh, five and a half.
1: Oh crikey,
0: five point three, yeah. And uh, it's
1: not against anything particularly robust television wise. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying. To, well, I'm trying to think what it is up against. It's Sunday it's, evenings. It, yeah, nothing. Nothing big
0: yeah uh yeah so I yeah it's you know it is what it is like those numbers are still at least for like a I presume they're still pretty good in the UK like those would be good numbers in the United States uh, they're, they're
1: okay. I mean that's that's the problem they're okay
0: yeah uh, well, we're gonna hope for something real good next week. Uh, the preview for next week looked like it was gonna be good. Uh, I thought it looked like we're going to get something exciting and uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see what we get. Uh, all right. So uh, in the meantime, head on over to cinema where you can check out the archives of this show. And of course you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google play, Stitcher and Spotify. Just search for who made who hit subscribe. That way you can hear us come back next time and talk about more doctor uh, who. And so, you
1: realize hang on, yes. if they don't, Yes. and they, st- they don't start making more interesting shows, we're going to go back to the Etsy Doctor Who stuff soon, because right. that feature was better. If we're, if we're rehashing old material, we're what, going ben. back to the Etsy Doctor Who tat auction.
0: I'll tell you what, Ben. For
1: people who don't know that, go back, like, how many episodes on this show, and you'll find it.
0: We haven't done it since the Capaldi era, I think, but yeah. uh, I'll tell you what, Ben. If you don't like this next episode of Doctor Who, prep a, prep a session of the, the Etsy game. You're on. Um, so it'll be, uh, Doctor Who, Series 12, Episode 5, it's called Fugitive of the Jadoon.